What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of this podcast. My name is Jason Hill, if you guys don't know. So in today's topics, what I want to break down is if I had to give myself three tips to focus on if I was a white belt all over again, these are the things that I think I would pay most attention to. And these are also the things that I actually give my current white belts ideas to focus on um, whenever they're doing their training, because white belt is such a crazy time in your jujitsu life that there's so much going on that if there was, you know, three things that you had to boil it down to, to keeping, these are some things that I would really recommend that you're able to focus on that are actually realistic and achievable. Some of my advice that I really hate when I hear other jujitsu instructors give is just this idea of, Oh, keep showing up. Don't worry about it. Just step on the mat, do as best as you can. And however, that is true. Like those things will happen. If you don't have anything to like shoot for anything driving what you're trying to accomplish or ways to determine that you're getting better, then it doesn't matter if you just keep showing up. So jujitsu is a lot mental. And so these are some ideas that you can use to mentally keep yourself in jujitsu to determine if you're getting better. So the three things are, is the first one is being present while sparring. And I'll talk about what that more means coming up. The last one is while you're sparring, try to be as least frazzled as possible. I'll talk about that too. And the last one is keep it simple with knowledge. So first one about being present while sparring. So what does present actually mean? Well, a lot of times whenever you start rolling, if you guys remembered back to when you were first going on, you had probably only learned one or two or three techniques and you really had no idea what was going on. It was like a washing machine. You were just kind of getting thrown around left and right. You had no idea how you were getting caught in which submission. You didn't know how they even got to the mount position. All of a sudden this guy's on your back and you have no idea how it happened. So one thing that you can do is when you're trying to be present, try to take as much information in as you can and try to realize what all is going on. Now that's going to make you become a lot slower. So what that means is moving slower, not be as uh, fast and making decisions and trying to go from position to position, but really try to be active and understanding what's going on being like, okay, so how did he wind up in side control or oh, I'm in the bottom of side control? What attacks are they going for? Or I'm in the bottom of mount. What is the submission or what is the escape I should be going for because of the type of mount that he's in? So the more present that you can be as opposed to just going off instinct would be super helpful and beneficial. The problem with that is, is it's not natural because you're going to want to just get out and escape and fight as much as you can because we're animals and we have claustrophobia and we don't want another grown man sitting on top of us, but try your best to be as present as possible and try to understand as much as what's happening as possible. And even after the round, ask your training partner questions, like ask this person, Hey, how did you catch me in that submission? Or how did you get to the mount position? I didn't even see you do that. What, what did I do? So try to catch as much of that information as you can and be present. The next one is be less frazzled. So I like to use the term frazzled versus uh, speed or fast or quick, because I ultimately don't think students think they're actually moving fast and they're not really moving fast and they're not doing the techniques fast 
but they're frazzled. For So for example, if you're grabbing my ghee, you will grab my ghee as hard as possible and just start yanking and pulling and just be kind of all over the place frazzled and moving around with no purpose. There's no reason for you to be grabbing my ghee. You're just grabbing because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing. Maybe you had someone who grabbed you and so you just tried to emulate them. But the difference is that they probably had a goal with grabbing your ghee and you maybe don't. So just doing things to do things is not good. So being frazzled and just moving around and being too spazzy and wormy, trying to be slow and moving around, and that will also help with that idea about being uh, more present is if you're less frazzled, you will become more present as well. So a lot of times students will be just trying to escape as fast as they can, or when they get to the mount, they just go for the submission as fast as possible. It seems like as movement is just happening all over the place. So work on being less frazzled and try to be more smooth with everything you do. And then the last one is keep it simple on the knowledge. You know, we refer to this a lot of times in the jiu-jitsu circles as basics or just focusing on the basics, but that's a little bit misleading because that makes it sound like you can't learn a vast amount of information and you can, but let me give you an example. So if you're going to learn some techniques about the mount and you're working on mount controls and you're working on best ways to maintain the mount and keep the mount, well, then if you wanted to deepen your study, look at how to escape those types of mount positions that you already know, or on the flip side, the submissions. If you know collar choke submissions or arm lock submissions from the mount, and you're wanting to learn a little bit deeper of knowledge, learn the submissions to the things that you are, or learn the submission escapes, I'm sorry, learn the escapes to what you already know. So it doesn't mean that you have to have this broad or this ranging knowledge. It's not like you should be learning bearing bolo or inverted spider guard or, you know, reverse daily heva guard as a white belt. I definitely don't think you should be focused on those things, but you also don't have to just focus on a fine amount of three or four things. You can definitely broaden your jujitsu horizon. You just have to be smart about it and not just think about doing um, every cool thing that you see on the internet or get influenced by all the people that you see um, in the latest tournament or on YouTube who are saying, oh, if you don't learn this technique, then your jujitsu game is totally terrible and you won't know anything else. So just sometimes though, when people learn too much information, I do agree that the shiny object syndrome starts to kick in, which is where that, you know, if you have too many focuses going on. You won't really be good at anything. You'll be a guy that's really crappy at a bunch of things. So I'm not saying to overload yourself, but definitely when it comes to just learning information, keeping it simple is one of the best things you guys can do. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know it was a shorter episode today. So these were the three things that you could do as a white belt to keep yourself improving. Enjoy it. All I ask is that you guys, you know, leave this podcast um, five stars and that you guys leave me a nice review, maybe share it with somebody else. That's all I ask. I don't want to have to have anyone pay for it. So if you guys enjoyed it, make sure you do that. And until next time, I'll see you guys later.